What is up, everybody? It's been a hot minute. Welcome to another episode of MCU Case Files, where we talk about basically MCU content. We've been uh, been talking about multiple shows, including Loki, which was pretty wild, WandaVision, and uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I almost called it Captain Falcon again. But you didn't. Good job. I didn't. I didn't. Thank you you so much. (laughs) Well, as I said, we uh, discuss rate and rank hero content, and it's always a blast talking with my other judges. Um, Let me introduce myself and them. I am the renegade uh, Judge Shelton or Joshua Shelton. Alongside of me, I have our very own MCU conspiracy theorist, Judge Brown. Time for the theories. <laughs> and, and also have the showman, the conqueror, Curtis Cooper. On your left, darling. Yeah, buddy. And we also have the special inquisitor, the young one, Wanda Visionary, Anthony Cooper. Let's back some Nazis. So today we will be talking about the very new, fresh series, uh, very innovative um, series and approach by the MCU or Marvel in general called What If? JC, you think you can uh, conjure up a beautiful synopsis for What If? Episode 1? Oh, I'd be happy to. Here we go. A long, long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away, we are met in an alternate universe where Steve Rogers never picked up the shield, but in fact, Peggy Carter did. And Steve Rogers himself became a version of Iron Man. Gentlemen, we have much to discuss. (laughs) Just gotta throw it out there, bro. (laughs) Like, heck yeah. So we got ourselves... Captain Carter and uh, the Hydra Stomper. Absolutely amazing characters. So good. I had so much fun watching this episode and I will bring up some takes. Bef- but before I do that, let's. I want to hear you guys' thoughts. Curtis, what was your initial feelings watching this episode? I had a lot of fun watching this fine mcu pilot i guess um i especially like we'll get into specifics but one specific i want to highlight is i really liked how the episode started with the watcher jeffrey jeffrey wright yes i believe that's Mm -hmm. who it is yes um excellent actor westworld is cool watch it um but uh i loved how he's like i am the watcher and here is the exact point in time where a someone's decision change the course of history and i love i love that we got like the the overall like oh here's what happened here's what caused a butterfly effect here's what changed that universe yeah love it her one decision uh, to stay in the room yeah that that was awesome and i think it's it's obviously very salient for today and uh yeah i just i enjoyed the whole tone um i do have some small critiques for this episode but uh we'll get to that later all right. All right. Um, Very solid sure. start. Uh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. JC, what about you? 
my biggest complaint with this episode is that it wasn't long enough. Ah, uh, <laughs> I was afraid. I'm like, JC's just going with the critiques right off the bat. I'm like, oh my goodness, bro. Like there was so much good in this episode. He's like, what if it's some press? throw hands already (laughs) oh bro oh man but no this episode like okay like the sign of good quality content is you want to stay in that world oh yeah i never wanted to leave this universe my goodness it was so good the characters were amazing and i just loved seeing like all the subtle differences and how those little differences butterflied into different things happening and all the questions of oh where could this go in the future oh it's such a fun game to play and i'm ready to play it eight more times plus oh absolutely yeah you, you kind of touched on something there but it, i think one of the bigger appeals of this uh this episode and the show in general is like it's different you know Mm-hmm. We, we've basically been experiencing the same Marvel Cinematic Universe for so long, and we're we're starting to get new characters um, that seem really appealing, uh, you know, for what possibly could be the Young Avengers or the New Avengers, whatever. Um, but yeah, it, it's different, but in such a good way, and I'm so glad that they're succeeding in making things not feel weird people usually gravitate toward different but if it's like way too different then they're like ah, i don't know about this but they did it so well oh um, in yeah. this episode um anthony what about you this episode was fantastic the animation in particular in action motion was was it surprised me just how dynamic and fluid it was because when seeing the trailers i was a little iffy uh, if the mm-hmm. art style would work or if it looked a little PS3 blocky-ish. <laughs> um, it, it is but, a different kind of animation for sure. Um, but it wasn't like that at all in my experience. Um, I actually really liked the art style. I thought it fit well with the action and the way that they could do like particle effects with smoke, with the little sparklies when you hit the shield on something mm-hmm. or just the oh, impact, or just the impact of her bashing into a tank, you know. All of it, fantastic. Absolutely. Um, Speaking of the animation style, this is how I kind of viewed it, and as well as the pace. And I don't know if anybody disagrees with the pace of the show itself. Um, But I felt like this was like a comic book just thrown on a screen. A hundred percent. It felt exactly like a what-if comic, because I'm not sure if you guys have read any of the what-if stories. But it gives you a brief overview kind of of like the world and the twist. And then you just explore the world world itself forever Mm -hmm. long the comic lasts. Yeah. And it's all like about one issue. And this 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 was the modern version of a of a comic book brought to life. And it felt really cool. Yeah, that that's basically how um, I saw like the animation and everything like that as well. Just literally a comic book thrown um, thrown on a screen. Um, but yeah, you guys bring up a ton of positives. There was so many positives in this show. Uh, but Curtis, you mentioned a critique. What is something? Um, I mean, I mean, it, it's a minor one, and it's a it's a matter of personal taste. Okay. But um, I thought that uh, for me, it stuck a little too close to uh, the first Avengers plot. Because mm. like, oh, okay, so we're. In this scene, oh, we're on the train again. Okay, 
And I mean, the outcome was different, but at the same time, like the pacing was like, oh, do we really have to watch Red Skull like steal the cube from the old guy again? I've seen that scene a billion times. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I mean, it was the, the episode overall was was great. But uh, going forward, I would really like to see um, future episodes like maybe not directly try to adapt a movie, maybe be like, oh, so this is this is different. And so it changes everything to where like it's a completely different story. True. Like it, it, it kind of. No, I, I totally get that. It felt like like this one choice did change some things like it. Yeah. It brought the Hydra Stomper, which was Iron Man at the time, way earlier into the timeline. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, Peggy was Captain uh, Carter instead of you know Steve being Captain America. But that's true. That those were like literally the only two differences in this entire episode. Yeah, like it felt like it felt like instead of like completely revamping the universe, it felt like a remix of the universe. Ah, uh, gotcha. Yeah, I don't know how. Too, Which how is not a bad thing. Far away, they felt they wanted to stray from the original like, story. Do you want me to? Do you want me to wait before I talk about the ending of the episode? Did you want to talk about that? Oh no, we we will talk about the ending of the episode. Okay. <laughs> like, so uh, I have thoughts on that and uh-huh. how I'm real. I was really excited at the end. Uh huh. And I think that they could go drastically different with yes. how the butterfly effect happens. But we'll get to that. Yeah. Um. So I want to bring up uh, a positive, and this could be a hot take. I don't know. <laughs> But how Agent Carter was portrayed in the show, and I realized what you can do with animation versus live action. This was like the coolest Captain America slash Carter I've ever seen. Mm. Ooh, Absolutely. The coolest Captain America. The coolest. Wow. Like, holy crap, she was so freaking awesome. That's why I, I watched the episode three times. And, like, I would show a different person each time. And I would just be like, isn't she so freaking cool? Like, oh, my gosh, she is awesome. Absolutely awesome. She's obviously fighting these um against these social norms as well. But, like, the action scenes, like, she stopped a truck and then like flipped it over. And like when she did to a tank, like, man. And it was just so cool. All I love, I loved her power level and I loved how over the top everything was. And when they gave her a sword, I'm like, why doesn't mm-hmm. Captain America have a sword? As soon oh. as JC saw that sword, he audibly yelled, I guarantee it. Oh, <laughs> like, I definitely did. <laughs> that, that was so awesome. Like oh straight God. up. That was so freaking cool. I thought to myself, Stanley, why doesn't Captain America have a sword? Like, like, come back to us and, like, give us a sword for Captain America. Or at least, you know, like, Anthony Mackie's Captain America. Maybe he'll pick up a sword. Probably not. That's give not that really his sword. style at all. But give that man a sword. I would say that. Give that man a sword. Ah, uh, man, I freaking love that. All of her scenes as Captain Carter were so cool. And, like, the excitement she saw with having the shield and everything like that. Uh, it just was, it was so visible, her excitement being, like, Captain Carter, but as well as the motivation of knowing of what she had to do and who she had to be. And that one time where she said, like, uh, what was it exactly, like, uh, you're only in the room because I let you or like mm. something oh, like yeah. that. I was just like, Oh, like, let's yes, go. let's go. Let's freaking go. 
she's because it's true like within that time period and i think you know agent carter touches on that um kind of from a feminist perspective but i think this like put it on steroids in a time when it was really needed so literally put it on steroids yeah yeah literally (laughs) yeah literally (laughs) she became like six foot four (laughs) oh my gosh (laughs) but i yeah she was the coolest version of captain america i've probably seen on the screen it was awesome. It was. So I mean, cool. Josh, I respect and appreciate that take. I disagree with the take. Yeah, it is. It is no, a good I, take. I get it. I get it. Endgame cap was pretty awesome, but yeah, yeah. I like that they give an incanon explanation by why she's so much stronger because you yes. can see like all of the all of like the super serum going into her instead of just a little bit. Because they yeah. knew that place was exploding. They're like, just give it all to her. Let's just see what happens. We uh-huh. gotta go. Yeah. And, yeah like, and I don't know, like, I because, you know, Cat's America's got, like, really good strength. But it's not, like, in quotations, super strength. She's, like, it's running like around with super she's strength. Borderline yeah. Hulk. Borderline yeah, she's Hulk. Like, yeah, she's, well, yeah, she, well, yeah. She's, she's like, stronger than probably Spider-Man. That's what I was thinking of, kind of a Spider-Man comparison, because I used to think that Captain America and Spider-Man had similar strength until yeah. I started reading Spider-Man. I'm like, nah, Spider-Man's way stronger than Captain America, like <laughs> way up, stronger. Please. So I was like, but, okay, she's more like Spider-Man, but more tanky. Yeah, mm-hmm. she she has a little bit more uh, oomph behind her hits. Yeah. <sighs> and I, do you guys think we'll get like a Spider-Man in these or not? Okay, so <laughs> now that you bring that up, like, I swear, like, every other day I'll see on Instagram where they're like, yo, they thought about this idea, but, it like, it didn't happen because of this. And I was like, so you're literally doing a what if of a what if? Like, what the freak? Like, Pretty much. <laughs> why are you doing this to us? Because they said that, like, there was a, a what if idea of where Peter, like, got bit by the spider. He turned into a giant spider instead. Um but they were like nah this would be like way too dark and way too gory which is like okay like that still would have been freaky but i still would have loved it would have been awesome now as i mentioned before i think when we're talking about it like a superior spider-man kind of idea or someone else becoming uh like what if harry osborne became spider-man kind of thing i feel like we could get that yeah I feel like like maybe maybe not in this season, but like in future seasons, which it has been confirmed there is going to be a second season. Okay. Yeah. Heck yeah. yeah. Officially I, official. Yeah. To answer your question, like I feel like it's really hard for them to avoid Spider-Man. Yeah. I'm I mean, just, he's in the trailer. I'm just curious. Yeah, we we already know the life comes Doctor Strange in one of these episodes. Yeah. yeah. I'm just curious about do they own the licensing completely for shows, even though it's connected to the MCU, or like not? Yeah, That's true. Uh, Marvel, I... Marvel Marvel has full control over the shows, as far as I know. Yeah, because okay. they they pumped out what like three or four Spider Man shows for Disney XD. Yeah. yeah. So so I don't think Sony had any anything to do with it. Hypothetically, if Sony says no more Spider Man in the MC in the movies, then they could just have a huge live action Spider Man show instead. Possibly. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know either. The legal, that, the legal that's literally are. been the most confusing like character rights that I've ever seen. Yeah, because they both kind of own him. Yeah. Yeah. Unless, unless, unless the Sony has rights to Tom Holland playing. In the- well, his contract almost came up because they were talking about like his contract, and then they renewed him. And then if you go and see, it's like he's owned by both Sony and Marvel at the same time. 
like Tom mm-hmm. Holland Spider Man. So it's just yeah. yeah. We were originally not supposed to get a Spider Man three. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah, is he was his contract was up, and like everyone was saying, Sony was like, "Now nah, we're gonna keep him," and and so we're like, "Oh shoot!" Well, then Tom Holland Spider Man's gonna be put to rest, which would suck because he's my favorite version of Spider Man. So. You know, like in live action movies. Now, if we're talking about Spider Man 2018, now, nah, <laughs> yeah, still Tom Holland, but still, the Spider Man 2018, like on PS4, was. Yuri Lowenthal was up there. Pretty up there. freaking awesome. Um, but yeah, so, um, yeah, I think they are going to do a Spider Man at some point. And you guys said he was in it. I've only seen the trailer once, I think. I think I only watched the trailer once. And. I was like, oh, this is really exciting. Um, the idea of what if I didn't really pay attention much to it other than like there's going to be tons of characters like there was a we were like bombarded with so many different kinds of characters in the trailers mm-hmm. and people that have been confirmed. Like there's so many people that have been confirmed already. So. Um, but Curtis, you brought up um, something about the ending. So let's let's kind of talk about that and how it ended so you have a like a what if or how it should have ended kind of idea well no i i just am excited by the fact that like they went all the way in terms of like oh they give her a time jump as well just she was in like this crazy ragnarok dimension for like 70 years yeah and she comes back and like steve is definitely dead there's no way he's alive yeah no way or if he is or if he is alive it's kind of like peggy and civil war where like he's old and dying True. Yeah, um, I, I w- okay, so I was thinking about that, like when you brought that up, like now that I mean, what if Howard Stark like had some? Because he had the technology to then he had the Tesseract, right? Well, yeah, he made Iron Man like yes. seventy years too early. Like exactly, that. he could have made Stark some life sustaining technology the via Stark the Tesseract. Is probably ruling the world, and Howard Stark is probably still alive. Yeah, I could see that. But what if he's a villain? Oh, that'd be crazy, man. Like, I think that I think that the next Captain Carter episode will be crazy. Do you think and they'll, already, re- they'll already... think you'll continue a story after they finish one? It'd be stupid for them not to. They've already said she's going to be in every season. Oh, uh, well, she's well, she's in this one, right? Like, so it would be well, season yeah. two kind of thing if they didn't bring we her don't back know. in season one. Yeah, we don't know. I think. There is a possibility she comes back at some point in season one. I agree. I think there's a high chance that at least some of these universes are coexistent. Yep. I mean, the the Watcher, though, brought up, like, millions of different, like, universes oh, yeah. and timelines and stuff. So, I don't and know. I mean, it... there's, there's also the fact that at the end, a bunch of portals could just pop up and people could just be together. <laughs> True. Bring on the portals. Yeah, but I I liked the way it ended in the like other than the think thinking that oh to, like uh Steve could be alive and Howard could be alive as well like the the sadness on her face like mm-hmm. she's like you know are you okay she's like of course you know the war is over but uh, she she was totally not okay never got that dance mm. and I was like oh man. But she got a sword, so <laughs> she got a sweet sword. I freaking love that sword, man. I, I mean, in my a... opinion, she won. She got the better <laughs> deal. Possibly. 
possibly. But yeah, uh, okay. I want I want I want to go around the table. Yes or no, Peggy Carter appears again in season one. Yes or no. Anthony, you go first. <laughs> you have the most experience with what if related content. I mean, what if is just <laughs> random stories not connected to each other. Exactly. But, That's what I was kind of thinking myself. Um, I mean, I think it's a season two thing because I because th- I, I think honestly, it, I, it would be hype if she showed up again. But I think the kind of the first uh, like the first inclination of this show is to like give something new every single episode. And then they can build it up in the next season. And so that would, this is kind of a baseline of what we can get. So I would assume it's season two. Yeah, I'm kind of with you on Because, like, from what I understood from What If Comics is that, like, every story is, like, different. You know, it's, like, one story uh, within that What If comic. And then it moves on to a completely different story. Um, yeah, but What If Comics, it was technically a series. But mm-hmm. for, like, 30 issues. And then... It was just like, oh, once every like five years, they'd release a what if issue. And it's like, oh, but what if Spider-Man was the Punisher? And you're like, oh. And then oh, that would be yeah. wild. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's this is the first time that I think they're actually gonna make it a serialization of what if continuities, besides mm. like something becoming super popular, and then they get their own comic book, which that did happen with Mayday Parker becoming Spider-Girl. Yeah. But uh, this is the first time, like, it'll be all of it is uh, in the same continuity, I guess. Yeah, it's possible. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm kind of on the boat still that it's a season two thing, but it would be super hype if she brought, she came back in season one because I loved her. Like, she was fantastic. You Crazy. know, I will, I will stick to my title and I will say season one all the way. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I agree with Tracy. All, all cards in, all chips in, whatever the. Oh, is. Man. I, am, I am, I'm in for it. Like uh, all your all chips in on the table, <laughs> all the chips in. I, I totally know how to play poker. I guess you could say the Boom Boom Boys are alive. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> Spoiler alert. We will talk about that later, but uh, I had to. There's that no out. need to talk about that. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it'll be discussed at length. Oh, there will be victory laps and. <laughs> <laughs> libations um oh, it, oh. it'll be it'll be excellent um but yeah this is this was a good episode um she is probably coming back at some point like i don't here's the thing i don't think what if season one episode 10 is just going to be another what if story i don't i just don't and i could be wrong and that's okay if it's an amazing like one off if, the, if they save vision ultron for episode 10 i'm not gonna be mad same like literally i win either way yeah yeah i agree we are in for so much we're all winners we're getting great content so yeah exactly we live in if they gave us an entire show based off all these episodes i'd be here for it like man yes bring well i mean they 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 announced i think in the last like week or so that like marvel has like three or four animated shows in the work in the works for the MCU. Oh yeah. And various stages of development. We probably won't see him for a couple of years, but that is exciting. Mm-hmm. So excited. 
Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen of the jury. Our thoughts and impressions of What If Episode 1. Captain Carter was freaking awesome. And we're definitely excited for more and what Marvel has in store for us. With all that said, it's been real. It's been real, real wild. It's been wildly fun. What if it's even more fun? Mm. All right. Captain Carter is a uh, freaking amazing. All right. Peace out. We'll see you next time.